Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, and welcome to Stalking Time for the Moon Boys with me, David Baddiel. And me, Tim Hinks. Hello, Tim. Hey, David. Uh, now, I don't know whether we're going to include any of it, but obviously what we've had so far is seven minutes of complete <laughs> technological fuzz. While, yeah. Tim, while Tim tried to find a place in his house where uh, the broadband wouldn't immediately not work. Uh, and now he's in his... Are you in your bedroom? Yeah, I'm in the bedroom where um, it is so far okay. Yeah, I've had a succession of basically the most anxiety-inducing uh, period of my life, not because of the virus, but, which is obviously terrible, but because I'm constantly waiting for my broadband to collapse on Zoom meetings, Yeah, some of which are important, some like this are utterly trivial. Yeah. Um, but I'm just hoping I'm, I found the right spot. Well, can I just point out that behind you, is what looks to me yeah. like an unmade part of a bed. Um, is it unmade? Well, it's a pillow. Yeah, but it's, it's not a smoothed-out pillow. Like, my oh, my mean? wife, partner, yeah. smooths out pillows on, on the bed. And actually, I think... it's one of the things that I think is part of our civilization crumbling mm. that I expect to happen, which is that people would stop making beds. I mean, I, I can't quite see the point yeah. of making beds anyway. But we always do. I, the, I think making a bed is really important because um, it gives you a sense of order. I think that's what Morwenna is probably trying to do. It makes you feel... Because as you say, you only use it when it's unmade. By definition, you can never be in a made bed, can you? Because you're and constant... What if it's an apple pie bed? <laughs> What's that mean? I don't You've never heard of it? An apple pie... I think, oh, I think yes. we talked about this once before. Yes. It's a thing well, that they just... do at public school, in boarding schools... Boris Johnson probably did it a lot. It's a sort of pranksters thing where you sort of fold the sheet, the undersheet backwards so that a yeah. person can't get into the bed properly. Um, and in that sense, it always remains made. I'd say that's an unmade bed. Well, that's the point. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, OK. Yeah. yeah. So, so your point stands, your philosophical point stands, you can never be in an unmade bed, in a made bed. You can... You can never be in a made bed. Also, you never refer to them as made beds, do you, Kirsten? Do you? Well, that's, that I pe- did actually put this on Twitter the other day that I don't really understand why we're still making beds. Uh, and a lot of people said that the feeling of getting into a made bed, I think they said yeah. made, was lovely. A made-up bed? Or was Maybe no a made-up bed, fi- yeah. That's fictitious. But I don't know if but, it is, because like, fresh sheets is one thing. Yeah. But... I don't really know. When I get into bed, I'm not sure I really notice its madeness. Well, would you 
I'll tell you what would bother me, but would it bother you? A perfect, perfectly fresh sheets. Yeah. Um, that lovely sort of new linen smell. Everything's, f- but the duvet. Yeah. Which has also been washed and is fresh, has not been ironed. Now, that should really make no difference, certainly not to your sleeping or comfort. Would that bother you? I, I don't know that a duvet, is a duvet cover normally ironed? Is that, yes. Are they? Okay. I wouldn't know. Well, I don't know. Because <laughs> I would have thought just by pulling them over a duvet <laughs> that they <laughs> that they smooth out. No, you have to iron them. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what you t- I didn't realise that. you 16? Yes. I'm much younger in, at heart. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I just think that once you're in bed, I, really a made bed is a visual thing for when you go into the bedroom. Yes. During the day, isn't yeah. it? It's, there's a feeling of like, oh, it's all a bit scuzzy and disordered, as you say, if you walk into the bedroom. But here's another thing. I don't go into the bedroom that much during the day. Right. I basically only go in there, well, at night when I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so right. so yeah, no, was, but, it's a very yeah. short amount of time that I have to put up with the sense, if it's not been made, of like, oh, that's a bit scuzzy. Because then I'm in bed. It is a bit odd. It has occurred to me met before, though I've never said it out loud, and I'm probably about to find out why. That it's quite odd, isn't it? That it, like you live in a you know a sort of built up area. There are you have neighbours, is what I'm trying to say, opposite opposite you and around you. Yeah, at, I mean I don't at, live in a town block. Sort of, no, it's a built up area in a kind of slightly 1970s well, way. <laughs> just to be the winter of discontent, tower blocks, you know, rubbish outside the door. No, I, I live in a Hampstead. Yeah, but I've never I mean heard is, it described as a built-up area. <laughs> well, I suppose what I'm trying to say is you have neighbours around you yes. and other houses, and you're not living in a farm in the country. Anyway, the no. point is, at, at, let's say, midnight, yeah. just to be safe, everyone around you is basically sort of horizontal, three feet above the ground. Sorry? That's what's happening. Oh, what, they're in yeah, bed? They're all, you mean they're in bed? They're all in bed. Yeah. So as humans, we're busy about all day, and then we do this sort of odd thing where we just go flat, yeah, uh, a couple of feet above the ground. Yes, that's true. Of, it is. It's odd. quite odd, isn't it? It's an odd image. It is odd that we all go flat. I've never really thought about it in terms of uh, the dimensions. What you're what you're saying is there's a verticality to life most of the time, and then suddenly it goes hor- yeah. horizontal. And then we all go horizontal. Not all of us, because um, obviously, no, it's true. <laughs> some people are awake, and also different parts of the planet sleep at different times. That's true. But nonetheless, a lot of people in one part of the planet do go vertical at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an interesting. Yeah. It's a very, very interesting point. It makes me think of another point, which is I don't think when I order something like the other day, I ordered a goal, a garden goal, football goal. Yeah. When I say I ordered a goal. I don't mean I set myself a life goal, <laughs> like to be a better person. I mean I ordered a net that you can play football right. with for my son. You uh, might want to think about the other thing, by yeah, the way. Well, yeah. definitely. And one of the things I might want to think about is knowing this as a life goal, which is I still don't know. When you see dimensions on a thing that oh, you're right. buying and it's like 17 times 12, yeah. I, 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 I still don't know which way around that is. Which yeah, is, which is yes. width and which is height. And I never know. And no amount of Googling seems to quite sort it out. Well, I think sometimes it's three. S- sometimes it's three. I think with the goal, yeah, it was three because there's depth as well. I think on a thing like a goal, if you if it was like seventeen by fifty, or 
okay, that's the wrong. If it was sort of 20 by 30, you wouldn't think, God, it's quite short and goes back a long way, would you? You'd, you'd sort of know. Well, that, uh, you think you'd sort of know, but honestly, I, I don't. You, you think like, well, how can, a, how can it be that complicated because a goal, you know what it looks like? But I'll tell you the thing. Yeah, there's another thing in relation to that, which I know I'm really bad at. And, and this is how our lives have shrunk down, or certainly my house, because this is what I found myself doing yesterday. I got the weighing scales out, oh, yeah. like kitchen weighing scales. Kitchen weighing scales. So you didn't get on them. Not for, not for weighing kitchens. No. For like the for food and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Although I, I, I'd never think. be able to order one on Amazon because I get the dimensions wrong. <laughs> you can't fit them in the house. I can't fit them in time and so, space. <laughs> <laughs> that really is a kitchen weighing scale. That's actually for weighing kitchens. <laughs> um, but I, I basically put got an apple. To see how much it would weigh, not a computer. Because no, a eat like one you could <laughs> eat, unless you're Monsieur Mange too, in which you could eat at the computer, couldn't you? So do you remember him? No, Monsieur Mange too used to be on things like Tiswas and Blue Peter right. in the seventies and eighties, and his thing was he could eat any. So he could eat an Apple computer. Not that they were around then. Okay. He ate cars and aeroplanes. Monsieur, remember him? Monsieur Mange too. Yeah, was he actually well, French? No, I, uh, well, I don't know, actually. What seems a little odd Not, about that, I'm going to Google him. What seems a bit odd about that he, is that if you were someone who could eat anything, I think you wouldn't use mange too, which is quite a small and easily edible product, food product, as your name, well, would you? Yeah, I see, I see what you mean. I mean, maybe he was French. Right, his name is Michel Lotito. So he was French, presumably. Yeah, French entertainer born in Gren- Grenoble. How do you pronounce that? I've always thought you pronounced it Grenoble. Grenoble. Is it Grenoble, Grenoble or Grenoble? Grenoble. I, I don't think a French person would say Grenoble. Grenoble. Um, he uh, had digestive juices that were unusually powerful, meaning that he could digest unusual materials. Uh, it also meant that soft foods such as bananas and hard-boiled eggs made him sick. Wow. Wow. Well, okay, so that's interesting that there's if there is some science behind it, because my memory of him... Hang on, I've just got to tell you was, one more thing about him. Yeah. So he ate... I don't remember this guy, but he ate, as you say, <laughs> cars and, you know, suitcases yeah. and stuff. But he yeah. also <laughs> ate a Chesna 150. Do you know what that is? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. It's a plane. Yeah. He ate no, a plane, what... and it took two years... <laughs> To eat between 1978 <laughs> and 1980, he was eating a plane. Wow! I mean, apart from anything, that must be the longest meal. Maybe that's the history for the longest meal. There's a picture of Michel Latito, Monsieur Monge too, on his Wikipedia page, eating parts of a Chesna 150, and rather brilliantly, he's doing it in a tuxedo with a white that's... tablecloth and candles next to think... a plane. Two years. Do you think his mum said you was not getting any pudding until you finish that? Says no. <laughs> he just literally ploughed on. <laughs> well, ploughed well, on. What, I wonder what the pudding would have been. Would it have been a Boeing seven four seven? It's a fantastic but, picture, by the way. He's hardly touched the Chesna in the picture. I have to say. Well, this is going to be my point. In as much as any, there's a point to be made about Monsieur Monge too, but it's this. I always felt because he was definitely he would come on to. Like I say, something like Blue Peter or Tiz, you know, as a sort of bit of light entertainment or even probably yeah. record breakers as well. I bet he was on record breakers. And and I used to think of him as like the cookie monster. Because yeah. you know how the, cook, the cookie monster eats, as in he doesn't eat. He sort of just makes a mess. I, right. But that's I, probably because my, he doesn't have a proper mouth, does he? 
no, no, he's, well, he's not. Or in the digestive or system. He's a yeah. puppet. He's a puppet, yeah. Yeah. That's he's why that those, happens. He's one of those puppets without a digestive system. <laughs> yeah. And and I seem to think Monsieur Mange to what what he actually did is he, he cut up the Cessna or or the car or, to tiny pieces that he yeah. could eat. And I used to think, well, I, I could sort of do that, I think, because they're so small. Or I think he sort of munched away, but then it sort of dropped out of his mouth. That's my memory. Oh, no, not, not according to this. According to this, he, he actually, actually had no, swallowed. He had no problem passing his unusual diet, it says here. I should point out passing oh. is in inverted commas. Now, I don't know why that is. Well, either he did shit it out. In which or he's the cookie monster, like I said. Well, it doesn't say that on his Wikipedia page. In fact, he holds the record for the strangest diet in the Guinness Book of Records. That's an odd thing. Is that a record? Can you actually quantify that? that? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. How would you, absolutely, how would you measure, that's where the Guinness Book of Records, I think, starts to lose a bit of credibility. He was awarded a brass plaque by the publishers <laughs> of the Guinness Book of Records. Did he eat it? That's the question. <laughs> that's, like the, that's like the Nobel Prize being a sandwich, isn't it, to normal people? <laughs> By the way, he died uh, at, the, at the what I consider quite young age of fifty-seven. So that might be because he was eating rust and uh, bicycle it, shopping carts. Well, does it say what he died of? Just out of interest, because <laughs> he died of an incredibly broken stomach. <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't say. He doesn't say what what he died of. No, it says he has a very thick lining to his stomach. Can I just correct myself, by the way, from because someone listening would have realised something. You may have as well, and I might have missed you saying it. When I said earlier that Mr. Mange 2 was perhaps silly in choosing a Mange 2, a very easily edible vegetable, uh, for his name, considering he's a man who eats aeroplanes, I missed, didn't I, the fact that Mange 2 actually literally means eat everything. I just thought he, his name was Mr. Small Green Pea Vegetable. Oh, I see, thing. like calling yourself Monsieur Carrot. Yeah, yeah Monsieur Carrot, I exactly. I see what you mean. I thought he was yeah. calling himself Monsieur Posh Carrot. Um, can I play <laughs> you something? Yeah, oh, I don't now, know. Is that, is that possible? Because I have actually done... 
what I'm going to call some work for this podcast. Wow. And what that involved is Googling the words Bowie and lockdown. Oh, wow. To find, to find out if there was any David Bowie-related stuff about the lockdown. And something came up, which I have seen already, but I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know if I can play it to you exactly, or maybe you just have to look at your own computer to see it. Uh, which is, if you Google it, the first thing that comes up is JK of Jamiroquai doing his own oh, version yes. of Let's Dance yeah. to the tune of, is it Lockdown? Lockdown. Yeah. No, I think not that's to the tune it, of Lockdown. Sorry, to the tune, to the, singing <laughs> Lockdown to the tune it's, of Let's Dance. Have yeah. you seen it? I have. It's absolutely extraordinary. It is extraordinary. Uh, sh- shall we play it? Lockdown. cry for help because have you seen the you know the lyrics of this right of lockdown by jk yeah. uh, he goes, well are the lyrics available on the internet yeah well they're on nme and there's a bit where he says and if you dry cough i'll run from you which is sort of oh, i get it yeah a, a fever so high with diarrhea that's actually anecdotal that's not officially one of the symptoms but no. i understand what he's saying yeah. then yeah. he says you know this viral flu is trying to kill you too that's okay personification of the virus understood simple way of thinking about it but i get that but then he says if you should run under a bus it is because you're bored <laughs> does, does that does that rhyme it doesn't even rhyme as far as i can tell i'll tell you what that is actually that's an interesting thing people who do pastiches of songs quite often think and i've noticed because like for example there's been and it hasn't happened. <laughs> There's been quite a few people sending me lyrics of a version of Three Lions. Okay. Called England Staying Home, We're Staying Home, whatever it might be. Yeah. And I noticed that all of them just basically use almost entirely the lyrics of Three Lions, but then change one or two words. Yeah. Okay, uh, like, give us an example, yeah. Um, NHS still gleaming. Right. Example is one of the things. And I thought, well, Jules Rimet still gleaming. Jules Rimet was a trophy, a golden yeah. trophy, and it did gleam. But the NHS, however marvellous it is, yes. probably doesn't gleam. They've just no. stuck with the original lyrics. Yes. And that does. I think they should have written a different lyric, right? Uh, with the same music, the same scansion, but a completely different lyric yeah. that would suit the NHS. Similarly, I think what Jay's done here is something which I'm afraid is slightly lazy, which is to take the lyric, if you should run, I'd run with you. Yes. I thought, well, what could I do with that? <laughs> Under a bus? Because you're yeah, bored? See. see what I mean? <laughs> if he'd forgotten if you should run and tried a yeah. whole new lyric for da 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 Yeah. Yeah? Then he could have come up with something marvellously appropriate. But if you should run under a bus because you're bored, is just, <laughs> oh, I've, I've got to go up, come up with something else with, with if you should run now. Do you see what I'm yeah. saying? No, I totally see. And also a massively reduced bus service at the moment. Is it, though? Is it massively reduced? Can I ask a question there? Oh. Which is, uh, uh, I <laughs> actually walked into town during my uh, one... Well, Did I have, you stumble I, into town? I stumbled. Brilliant. <laughs> That's China Girl, isn't it? No. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, it is China Girl, but brilliant reference. I probably did because I am old and also I am doing something I never normally do, which is I go for a walk every day. Except yesterday I didn't go because it was raining and I was overjoyed. Uh, that Were I didn't you? Have to go. That's interesting because I love my walk. Um, I put it well, on Twitter. I said on Twitter secretly, although not that secretly because I was on Twitter, uh, overjoyed that the rain means I don't have to go on the family walk today. And so far about 7,000 people have liked it. So I'm not alone. Funny. In that yeah. secret, secret joy, right. but you, but you love your walk. Well, I, I like to. Yes, I do like the walk. I actually, we don't do family walks as such, but I do take my youngest Otis and we go to, uh, to the park or down by the river, and I do look forward to it because the rest of the day, you're sort of at home, right? So I do like the escape. Yes, I do um, like it, but I sometimes just think, oh, not the family walk in the same yes. place that we've done. Every day, uh, and also it's a, with teenagers, uh, I found it's really hard to get them out. But all I was going to say was, the one time we we walked all the way to town, I noticed loads and loads of buses, and none right. of them have got any passengers on them. It, yeah. it was probably of all the things that were very twenty eight days later about that walk around the centre of town, and there were a few of them. The emptiness. There was m- one massive queue for a food bank that was very depressing. Uh, but the thing that felt weirdest to me was that, the fact that all the buses on Waterloo Bridge seemed to be running, but none of them had any passengers in them. Amazing, yeah. Just going back to the lyric thing. The lyrics um, of Lockdown no, by JK. Yeah, no, I understand exactly what you mean about changing. For example, with three lines, you'd, you, you'd want a complete rewrite. I suppose um, the, the example I'm thinking of is, is this the right example to give, which is Candle in the Wind? When Elton redid it for Diana, he did what you're suggesting is the wrong approach, which is basically keeping the lyrics but changing one or two, one, right? One or two bits. Of, well, not it's not um, Elton there. It's Bernie who's doing that. Isn't well, it? Bernie, fair enough. Although it's kind of slightly different if it's your song. I, mean, I know not your song. <laughs> right. No, it wasn't. It was, no, I, it was no, Candle in the Wind. It, I know it's Candle in the Wind. But if it's your song, I can no, carry on doing it. Candle in the Wind. Yeah, yeah. Let's do a whole <laughs> Who's on First Base version of this. Um, if it's your own song that you've okay. written. Um, Why didn't you say that? <laughs> I, I wonder if you're given a little bit more license to just use your own lyrics. Although not, you shouldn't really, because if you're trying to deal with a whole new set of stuff, because Let's Dance is not about lockdown. That's the point. It's not about no, that, is it? It's about no. it's about wanting to dance or whatever but, it is about. Let's assume Let's Dance is literally about wanting to dance yeah. in the in the Australian outback or wherever. Yeah. Um, therefore, it's almost the opposite of lockdown as an idea. Yeah. No, it just scans. Because, I mean, like, to, let's take an example, right? If you should run... There is no way in the world, if you set out to write a song about lockdown, you would include the lyrics with the, if you should run, because no, there's nowhere no. to fucking run. No, to, except, right. ra- except round around your house. Yes. And it's quite hard to run inside your house. Yes. You wouldn't have come up with that. If you were from a standing start, if you work, so I just think it, you shouldn't follow the lyrics. You should just follow the scansion in a pastiche. Uh, he's cho- no, I agree. And he's, cho- he's chosen the wrong. Song. I don't know what the right Bowie song to choose would be. It's probably a really obvious one. There is, of course, the great line, as we've discussed many times, I know when to go out, I know when to stay in, which is almost like yes. the perfect... Um, yes. the, you could, the, Matt Hancock could, could say that, that he could quote Bowie in his, in his briefing and that would be, make perfect sense. No, he hasn't wouldn't. done that. No, it wouldn't. 
No, it if wouldn't. Matt, if Matt, if Matt Hancock wouldn't. came to that platform and said, "I know where to go out. I know where to stay in," <laughs> no, it, people would it, say, "Well, do you?" I mean, for a start, you you live quite a different life from most people. <laughs> you're out now, but that's because you're the health secretary. Most people would say, "Well, right. is my my job is clearly considered less essential than yours." I admit that's a PR disaster the way you've done it. <laughs> but what what I would, if I was Matt Hancock, I'd say, you know, welcome to the briefing. Um, uh, another another day, another dollar. That's probably wrong. You shouldn't yeah. too too light of you know that's too flippant. You won't um, say that. An- another challenging day for the country. Yeah. Um, and but but may I remind you of <laughs> the key message that we need to send. In in fact, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to quote. Uh, oh, no no no! You can't gr- quote because no, that's cheating. If you say what? I'm going to quote David Bowie, oh, is it? And Why? your point, and your point is Matt Hancock could come out and say that. I okay. think that's cheating. You have to work it into a normal sentence. Okay, it, okay, fine. So, 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 let me give you an idea of how I think it might go. Sure. So Matt Hancock says, "Well, in answer to say Robert Peston's question about how the country is still confused, uh, you know, about what the regulations are." And he says, no, I appreciate that. And I appreciate that for a lot of people, it's confusing. I mean, I know when to go out and when to stay in, but I appreciate that perhaps some people don't. I mean, that might come across as a little bit know-it-all. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's hard. I can, hear, I can hear him saying that. And then just breaking into modern love. <laughs> Quest, or, or it'd be better if it, this, this I admit is beyond Matt's control, but ideally you, you want something like, uh, this is Jeff Phillips from The Sun, um, yeah. Minister, we believe you've been flouting the rules on what, on you know when you should, on, um, yeah, how the you should lockdown rules. Yourself. We believe you've been flouting lockdown. the lockdown rules. And Matt, uh, Matt Hackson, say, how dare you? I may know I when... say in the strongest possible, I refute that on the record. I know when to stay in. I know I, when to go out. Get well, things done. <laughs> yeah. Can I point out you, you got it the wrong way around there? Yeah, I realised that as I was doing yeah. it. Although get things yeah. done brilliantly, is, of course, virtually get Brexit done. Bloody hell. Does the whole of the government's last five years have been... <laughs> five, five years? Five years? Oh, my years. God. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, on, the note, on that note that we've discovered that David Bowie, who was always very, very, had extraordinary foresight, a prophet for our times, always, yeah. it turns out his lyrics have basically uh, foreshadowed Dominic Cummings' entire career. <laughs> Uh, we should leave it there. Uh, and we'll do another podcast, I think, from lockdown very soon. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, David. It's been an absolute pleasure. Has it, though? Uh, it's been all right. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.